Ice hockey, the coolest sport on the planet. The speed, the toughness, the excitement, and the fights. This is Eye of the Manchester Storm. If it's the Manchester Storm, we're talking about it. You'll get the updated news with fans about player signings and departures, club news, match reports, and all the other news from around the Elite League. This is Eye of the Manchester Storm. Now your host, Greg. Hi everyone, so today I'm here with our brand new sign-in, Sam Tremblay. Sam, thank you so much for taking the time out to join us. Yeah, you're welcome. My pleasure. Great. Um, I suppose we've had rumours of your signing for, I, I mean, since the beginning of May now. Um, how long have you been working on the deal with Storm? Because we only found out officially yesterday. Yeah, um, it was kind of funny because it was um, we uh, we had discussions pretty early um and i think uh chris was like my agent chris bailey he uh he texted me he's like did you talk to anybody because there was some rumors about it and i'm like no not really just like people that are not related to hockey really so um he's like well these guys are very <laughs> they're very uh, um sharp with their uh their rumors so uh yeah no it was quite funny but um we had we had talks uh pretty early um chris and i we uh we worked pretty early right uh I would say just before this, my season ended, oh, wow. um, uh, we were kind of like looking around and stuff, but the talks um, with Manchester were more like um, in May, um, if I can recall. Good. I mean, the rumor mill always finds a way. We've had a few kind of leaks over the last couple of days. It it somehow always gets out, which uh, I mean, it's exciting for us, maybe a bit of a headache for you guys, but uh, <laughs> just going through the off season. Yeah. Uh, so with that underway, then when were you looking to to fly over and make the move? Um, I you know I um I just I just wanted to like something different from uh from from the East Coast. Um, it was uh it was a grueling season. Um, it's uh I don't want to talk bad on the East Coast because it gave me like a very good opportunity. Um, but I'm 28 years old. I'm not necessarily pushing anymore to go in the NHL. Um, and I'm looking for more, um, different, different, uh, avenues for my future. Um, you know, I got my schooling done and everything. So I'm more looking to play some, some, some good hockey and still want to have fun and I want to travel and this and that. So, um, the East coast wasn't really, um, giving me that and especially for the future, uh, even though I could have maybe maybe have a shot in the AHL, but um, weighing the pros and cons, um, I was I was a pre it was a pretty easy decision for my girlfriend and I to come overseas. Um, and uh, England was one of my first destinations I was looking at too. Yeah. Oh, cool. I suppose, have you ever visited before or been been over to Europe? No. Well, I I've been to France for for like a week for a hockey tournament in I think 2010. So it's been a while. Um, but I've had many friends or, or, or connections that have been to the UK or anywhere else in the, in Europe, um, alumni from McGill or, or previous friends and hockey players that, that played overseas and just like everybody has a great experience wherever they were. 
um so it was again just like the easiest decision for my career and my girlfriend too um because like the the reputation and just like the lifestyle here in north america is very harsh and and tough so it's it's tough on the body and the mental too so um again it's just such an easy decision for me to go overseas yeah definitely i think we tend to have a bit of a grueling season in terms of length um but perhaps maybe not as physical as is the games elsewhere uh, yeah which would be yeah, good, especially for your shoulder. Uh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the, the main people that we know connected to you from McGill is, I think, Nathaniel Halbert, I think you played with before. Um, mm -hmm. so quite well in Coventry and then the GB team. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, great teammate. We played, actually, I think, seven years together uh, total. Wow. Yeah, so we played the, for the Armada um, in the QMJHL before that for three years together. And then we were four years together at McGill. Um, and yeah, I spoke to him um, and he had also good words for Manchester. Um, and I was also, you know, just trying to get a feel for the league itself. Um, heard some funny things about the refs, but that's another story, apparently. Twitter <laughs> um, last week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I heard only good things about, about the UK. Um, so it's, it's, it was it was cool. I had a few other friends to, that played there. Um, I think one played for Glasgow and a few years ago, and uh, uh, Ryan Penny played for Cardiff, and also with with Halbert in Coventry, I think, um, and uh, Dominic Tabatassi. He played the end of the season with Nottingham when they won the cup, I think, a few years back. So a few guys that um, I, I could just get a good feel for the league. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... So I've, I've had some questions written in by a couple of, of people, so um, which kind of relates to what we're talking about now. So, so Liam Swans asked, um, what's made you choose Storm specifically? Um, well, talking with Chris, you know, my, my agent, um, and also keeping in mind my girlfriend and just like the lifestyle that I wanted to live as well as having a good team. Um, I, I was just trying to get the best deal possible, not necessarily... For money itself but for um because obviously we're not making millions anyway so um <laughs> we're always trying to make a bit more but the, the the main goal is not necessarily money um at this stage um so it was just trying to have the best balance for uh between everything um and i think manchester was was providing that to me um you know uh it's pushing for for a championship um trying to 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 win more games obviously i didn't want to be in the like lowest seed team um and it was maybe harder to get in the best seed team uh as well um so i think it was just the best fit and the city itself can't hear uh you know enough good things about the city itself um and uh yeah it was just like the perfect match to be honest and also just um, talking with uh, with Matt again, uh, the coach, um, it it was a good fit right away. Um, we spoke a little bit, and I think it was it was just a, a really good decision, uh, mutual good decision. Good stuff. Um, so Paul Slies asked, um, can you tell us a little bit more about your style of play? Um, yeah, for sure. My style of play, um, I it's. I guess it's easy to myself to compare myself to another player. So I said in another interview that I look, um, I played similar to Philip Dano for the LA Kings. Um, so I'm very, I'm a fast player, um, very, very annoying to play against. Um, I, I can be physical, but I try to 
um, keep uh, keep my play clean. So I'm not I'm not a dirty player a lot, um, at all. Um, I have a great shot. I have a good hockey sense in terms of defense um, and and offensive uh, as well. So I'm I'm like a Swiss knife. I can play pretty much everywhere. Um, very big on faceoffs. Uh, it's been my trademark and um, PK uh, as well. So um, yeah, I look I look forward to to penalty kills because it gives me opportunity to score goals. So that's kind of like how I how I see it. So okay. Um, I mean, last season uh, we had plenty of uh, killing penalties to do, so I think that would be appreciated. Uh, yeah. and, and just sort of narrowing down on that, so Callum Sherritt's asked, um, within that, so what do you think your strongest attribute is? Because if you're a Swiss knife, you know, you're talking about speed, you're talking about skill, shots, penalty kills. What do you think, if you had to pin it down to one, what's your strongest attribute? Um, it's, uh, I would say... I've always been used to kind of shut down the best lines um, and and by shutting them down is having position of the puck. Um, so that provides me with more opportunity to score goals and just assist and points like that. So so by by shutting down their best line, I'm often in the offensive zone. Mm. Um, so I play well in my in my zone, which gives me opportunities to to play well in the offensive zone. So um i think i think that's kind of like my 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 biggest attribute which that's kind of where i'm i'm having most of my points because i've never been really on on the power play except from um when there was a spot open i was getting in front of the net or or stuff like that but uh which which i've always been good at and uh never been using the power play for my shot which uh maybe it will happen eventually but um you know i think that's my biggest attribute yeah Sounds exciting. Um, one of the things I saw on your Instagram was that you were going toe to toe with someone. Um, are you much of a fighter? Oh, that one. Yeah, that's. Um, I think uh, I have a little bit of a protective instinct inside of me, but so whenever something happens, it's uh, my dad and my, my everybody in my family don't really necessarily like it, but neither do I. But it's 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 just like almost like a a sense of duty sometimes, but that wasn't reciprocated much uh, when I was getting hit sometimes, but it's fine, you know, kind of how it goes. But um, I I know how to defend myself. I'm not too afraid to fight, but I, I would I would prefer not to. <laughs> Comes out if it's needed, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully I won't need to fight the big dudes like this guy. He was... Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take my... Uh, my my let's say win on this guy but never again hopefully <laughs> i think with our league uh, like a lot of the um goons are kind of being phased out i think and um you know there are still a few big tough guys but but quite a few of them actually have, have left within the last few weeks so i think there's more like i say a sense of kind of we still need defending one another that's still needed but but mm -hmm just uh smacking each other for the sake of it doesn't seem to be as necessary these days uh, yeah the game changed a lot especially i think it it all started with north america and like all the junior leagues now i think there's won't be any fighting anymore so hockey is going towards that direction so less fighting and more speed more skills so, yeah. yeah makes sense um i suppose ben baldwin's uh written and he's asked um if any what aims has the club outlined for you this year? So 
you know, you've previously spoken about in, in different interviews about really wanting to, you know, strong personal goals of winning championships. I guess, if anything, have the club kind of said what they want you to match up on in this kind of year going forward? Um, a little bit. Um, it was more so on my end. You know, I'm I'm a competitor at heart. Um, I'm, I, I think that will be one of the first thing that people will see out of me is that I, I don't give up on a play or anything. So, I mean, it, even just for example, in the East Coast, my, in, in Wheeling, um, we were one of the lowest seed and until the end of the season, I was still pushing obviously for myself a little bit more to get a better contract, but um, also just to win, like everybody hates to lose. Um, but more so to a sense like with, with, with Manchester, um, I think I've heard or I, I got to see that there's like three teams that are always kind of like the top three. Um, and uh, that's like, or it was kind of like this this sense that I got that was like a little bit three teams that are often uh, up top. And uh, the goal would be to kind of be that fourth team to get in the mix. Um, and then once you're there, we see it in the NBA finals, like mm -hmm. uh, a lot of teams, there's a lot of upset that can happen. And, you know, teams with a bunch of undrafted players and this and that can just make it happen um, because they're still great players. So um, you never know. And obviously I don't know other, many other players in the team right now. Um, so it, it will be something to see once we're there, but obviously from what um Matt and, and Chris told me is that they're building a team to to push towards that objective because I think it would be just nonsense to have not um, an objective like that. So yeah. pushing towards that is the goal. Um, to what extent we're going to be close to it, it's, it's, it's we're going to see. But um, yeah, definitely going to push as hard as we can. That's for sure. Good stuff. Um, so I suppose out, outside of hockey then, so... Um... Am I right in thinking that you've got your own fitness company? You you do um you do that sort yeah. of degree. Yeah, so I, I started that um I started that this year. Um I put a little bit of a break on it because it was hard to manage between uh hockey, professional hockey and also managing a business. Um it's a lot it's a lot to to handle both sides because I wanna I want to go all out in both, but it's, it's a little bit hard uh, on energy levels and like the mental capacity. So um, I started it. I, I put a lot of work into it and, and thought into it. So it's uh, mostly online coaching. Um, so it's to provide uh, full all around coaching to, to people online. Um, so they can just hit the gym and, or whatever their goals are to, to achieve the, the kind of fitness they want to achieve. So um there's a little bit of a trend to push coaching online because you can provide more opportunities and better coaching, more one-on-one -on -one coaching um, and, and follow-ups um, and accountability. So, which is kind of hard when you're training alone and you don't want to overpay for one-on-one -on -one trainings in person, which is very expensive sometimes um, for, for it, it may sound expensive over a monthly fee, but over time it's way cheaper than just having your one-on-one -on -one person, uh, in-person coach so that's kind of uh the side of the business that i started but right now it's kind of like a um going store so i can just manage everything together definitely okay so when you're not training and you're not on the ice what, what sort of stuff do you do you like to do what do you enjoy um yeah so that's that was one of it um and uh, i'm a big reader i love to read um so yeah i got i got 
plenty of books they're all, they're all hidden now but um yeah no got plenty of books um during covid i started i picked up the guitar um can't say i've played it much the past few uh few weeks but um I've, I've got decent at it it's been like two three years now so i got i got a, a acoustic and an electric now um so i got I discovered a little bit of a passion there um and um i quite uh also i quite enjoy wine as well just discovering like new wines and stuff like that uh, with my girlfriend so it's uh some of the stuff i quite like yeah Good stuff. Well, our, uh, if it's if you've got a little bit of spare time, our opening song is Metallica. So if you've got some time to practice. Uh, okay. Ready? Okay. Well, I my electric uh, is at my dad's right now. So it's uh, right now I'm in I'm in Pittsburgh in the U.S. But it's at my my dad in Montreal. So uh, I could maybe try my luck on the, on the <laughs> yeah. acoustic. But we'll see. <laughs> um. So on another podcast, I don't know if you've heard of it, there's Two Ales and Hockey Tales by Wally. Um, he's an ex-Cardiff player. Um, and he started a trend where um, in Storm, at the end of a, a game, people chuck chocolate bars on the ice for the players. Um, and the fans are really into it. People personalize them with notes. People in, like literally import people's favorite chocolate bars. They, they really go all out. So Sue has asked, um, what's yours so that people can get ready? <laughs> That's cool. Um... Good question. Um, I have a little bit of a sweet tooth, but I won't get out of my way to get some. So it's it's a good question. Um, I would say, oh boy, um, anything with caramel. I would say, or or uh, dark chocolate, maybe. Okay. Okay. Either or. <laughs> I'm not too picky, so anything. Uh... <laughs> Sure. To the first wing, keep an eye out um, to see what people have chosen for you then, if uh, if uh, that's what we're going with. That's a dark chocolate and caramel. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, and then I suppose the last last proper question I've got then is, so um, Andrew Ellis is, is written in, and he said, um, considering that you're both from a, a Penguins recruitment pool, have you ever crossed paths with Sidney Crosby? Um, not personally, but, um, before, uh, before it was in training camp, I think we did a practice, um, at their practice facility, um, and they were practicing before us. And, uh, obviously Crosby was the one I had my eyes on the whole time. It's, I never got to talk to him really, but it's so impressive to see him play. It, it's pretty insane. I have, it's hard to put words on how good these players are um you know like amateur can think of us as really really good player but when myself or people will look at the best in the world it's, it's another class it's um it's very something amazing to watch in practice and it was just like a practice and training camp that was before the season and the 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 speed of his hands and just the the execution of his plays his passes and just the the way he thinks about the game no wonder he's been so successful in the NHL, but also no wonder people, some people can call him like one of the best players ever. So it's, it's very amazing to play, but no, unfortunately I never got to talk to him. I think he's uh, pretty busy probably. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff. Um, well, that's, that's all for me. Uh, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time out to, to speak with us and, and for us to get to know you a little bit better. Um, super hyped to kind of see how you perform in the preseason games we've got coming up. They've been announced recently, so we're, we're ready to rock and roll in September, I think it is. Um, and, and just wish you the best of luck with the move. Um, and we'll get to see you soon. 
Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to get there, honestly. Um, felt felt like this season was a little bit of a, a dagger to, to not play in the playoffs and stuff like that. I was getting up to my the game I can play, and I was still getting better. So it's a little bit annoying that I didn't even get to uh, play playoffs. So I feel like I just want to play already. So uh, quite excited to get overseas. Stuff. Um, have you got any plans for your summer just before you go? Just what are you up to um, in the off season? Uh, training, practicing. Um, right now I'm in the US uh, with my girlfriend. Um, so I can't really work right now. So i um, just really focusing on my body and getting better as a hockey player. So it's been uh, been pretty chill so far. So that's why I'm, my, my head is ready to get back into it already. <laughs> Fair enough. But have you find some time for a bit of uh, rest and relaxation? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but enjoy your summer and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Awesome. You've been listening to Eye of the Manchester Storm. It's our passion to give Manchester Storm fans weekly updates about their ice hockey team in the UK. From player signings and departures to club news to match reports and news from around the elite league. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on the website at www.eyeofthemanchesterstorm.co.uk. Find us on Facebook at Eye of the Manchester Storm and on Twitter at Eye of M-A-N-C Storm. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you next time on Eye of the Manchester Storm. Oh!